after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. This is the podcast where we talk about television commercials. We talk about the good ones, we talk about the bad ones, and we talk about the ones where people say weird shit like this. Sex is the sandwich, and you can put whatever you want on it. My name is Andrew Walsh, and I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey, Vives. Hey, Andrew. So coming up today, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah, it's a real grab bag. But no grabbing. No grabbing. No grabbing. Um, you and I have usually, when we put these show sheets together, we try to come up with some sort of a... Each week, we come up with a theme. Bring you a variety of commercials <laughs> on that theme. Uh, today, though, we realize we've been saving all these commercials, things that you and I just want to talk about, things I've been talking to you about off-air, commercials that either I want to revisit. Yes, it was the perfect confluence of having a bunch of stuff we'd wanted to talk about and having zero time to actually come up with a theme Yeah, you've today. had a really busy day. I'm going to do something. I go to uh, these meetings sometimes uh, where they begin them. They, they are not... These meetings are not any kind of like health or wellness meetings, but the leader of the meeting sometimes starts with all of us. Just she says, okay, I just, everybody calm down. Remember why you're here today. Plant both feet on the ground and feel that. How's that hippy dippy shit work for you? I don't like it. I yeah, usually try to I wouldn't make it. imagine you do. Last time we had to go around the circle and say how we feel. And how did you feel? I talked about the dog and how cute it was. <laughs> I didn't really want to talk about it too much. I don't like to talk about my feelings at meetings. Anyway, though, I know you came home. You've had a really busy day. Are you Are you good? Are you here? Is there anything I can do to ease oh, you into I'm this so show? Oh, I'm so present, Andrew. Okay. I just want you to know that you know I've thought about my... My high for the day, my low for the day. And what was I, your high? Oh, God, I hate that shit. Let's not do that. <laughs> was that when you got high in the bathroom That's when at I work? got high at work, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we are going to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that today, a roundup of things that I've been wanting to talk to you about, things that Vives have been wanting to talk to you about. Uh, plus, we will check in with you guys, the Ad Council. It's my understanding. I'm not usually privy to this stuff, but it is my understanding that we have another... Um, uh, jingle. We got a to jingle. To share with everybody. We got a jingle. All right, but let's start with a little bit of this and that. 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 This is a dog. That is a cat. <laughs> this is a dog. That is a cat. Why do we use anything except... I mean, why do we not use children's music for everything on the show? Do we not use children's music for everything on the show? I love this song. I know. This is a dog and this is a cat. For some reason, I really thought you were going to say, why don't we only ever rhyme... Why don't we always rhyme the word that with cat? I don't, I don't know, I don't why. know why don't we is this still is this left over from when you got high at work <laughs> hey here's one thing that I want to talk to you about have you clicked on these links by the way and I kind of hope you have I actually have it. Okay, I did good. not have time um I think I saw these while prepping for the show last week these are almost brand new I think they were brand new last week anti-smoking commercials and we know th- this is part of that truth campaign yeah uh, funded by the lawsuit settlement of the 90s still been going on for a long time it takes different uh, faces it definitely is the first time these uh, I feel like maybe not the first time but 
we started to really see some really dark angles trying to get especially kids to not smoke. Yeah, like really uncompromising. Like smoking is like smoking is deadly. The tobacco mm-hmm. tobacco executives are evil. Like really, and and like very visceral ways of telling that story. Yeah, and um, and also like even like. Uh, Trying to get into kids' brains by saying you'll be ostracized, you're not the cool kid, you're the outcast, um, the health implications. Then I'm, I'm scrolling through our favorite website, iSpot, which is where all the new commercials are posted, iSpot.tv, and I see a commercial called Twinkle Twinkle Little Dick. And after the Jack Bowles campaign, I've been seeing I was this like, oh, on iSpot. Like I've been seeing this, you know, the still shot of. But it. you haven't watched it. I have not. I had no idea. It I knew was we were going to talk about it. I didn't know it was an anti-smoking commercial. It was just a twinkle, twinkle, little dick. I'm like, is this like another like, you know, Jack, Jack in the Box and his teriyaki bowls commercial, a little double entendre. Well, this is a, a cartoon. It's an animation, kind of black and white animation. Um, and you know what? I'm just going to play it for you. It is a song that is animated. Twinkle, twinkle, little dick. You want to grow, but you're so sick. Thanks to smoking, plaque builds up, meaning you can't get it up. Twinkle, twinkle, little dick, because of Sig, Steve stole your chick. Smoking can cause erectile dysfunction in men as young as 20. Says I, the screen. We should say that this is obviously focused on young men there's the animation shows a young man who's smoking and then looking sad and he's trying to fly a kite but he can't get it up as right. the song goes. I like that it's a twofer about boners and also ownership of women right someone st- Steve stole your chick Steve stole your chick you hard sh- pass on that you were shaking your head the whole time yeah I don't like anything about this who okayed this this exactly. feels like they're trolling us. You, they're, they're trying so hard to not be the dumb PSAs that you and I grew up with, the right. precious PSAs, the mockable PSAs. They're trying to be hip and down. And I understand it. Like, it is really hard, I think, for adults to try to talk to young people in a way that doesn't seem awkward. That is the marketer's dilemma, I yes. guess. Uh, but you see brands like Coca-Cola do it. You see all kinds of brands do it. Um, it's especially hard when you're trying those to... Those people that put the body bags out under the executive, under the smoking executives. Oh, like, yeah. Look, whoever that was doing that. That was a campaign, too. Yes, it was. Why? Yeah. Wh- who... Like, how did that come out of the same campaign that this mess came well, out Well, because of? this campaign has been going on for decades now, right? And, yeah. it's, and it keeps on... You know, I'm sure it's a million campaigns within it and a million different people have worked on it. But, yeah, I was really turned off by this and I was a little surprised and I was like, wow. Now, that is not me... Um, you know, worrying about the children. As a matter of fact, where's our drop for that? Did I erase that? You made me play that last week. <laughs> Won't somebody think of the children? Won't somebody think of the children? Although that more on that coming up yeah, in a little bit. Somebody right? was thinking about the children. Is it so wrong? That yes, that's yes. something that I want to talk about a little bit later. Is it wrong? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> to think of the children. Oh, Mrs. Lovejoy. Um, anyway, so I, I was pretty, I guess, taken aback by that commercial. Um, and again, not because it's about penises, which is just, it's just, it no, strikes a wrong tone in every I don't way really mind them telling you the medical, um, uh, you know, impacts of smoking. And, you know, if, 
if erectile dysfunction is one of them, I think that's good to know. And I'm not like embarrassed or, or, or pearl clutching about talking about something like that. I mean, it's a medical condition. And of course, you know, if it's a, a side effect of smoking, like that is a good thing for people to know. I hate the execution of this. I hate the little, the little cutesy cartoon. I hate the, someone's going to steal your chick. Like I, like I just fundamentally don't care about your boner. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, now, I clicked on that, and then I realized, oh, this is part of, it's kind of a, a one-two punch. They released another Truth commercial, I'm pretty sure on the same day. Uh, and this one is another cartoon, very different style. This is more of a almost, uh, not quite Rick and Morty, but a little closer to Rick and Morty. It's kind of yeah, a goofy cartoon. Yeah, it's got that cartoon. feel, like goofy, colorful, um, and clearly these are... These are all posteriors. Batoms. We see a bunch of butts that are animated so that the butt is the main part of the body. You see like a, a hairy butt that's covered in some sort of running shorts or maybe uh, tight underwear. What is that one that looks like it's made of stone? Uh, this one here. Yeah, I'm not sure what's good. That looks like a. This looks like a robot butt over here. This looks like an alien butt over here. This is an There's like a computer butt. screen with a butt on it. Is that like... Is that like well, it turns out there's all different kinds of butts. Let's take a listen. Oh, man, what's wrong, little butt? Oh, I don't know, big booty. I just feel so little and lumpy. I want to be big and bootyful like you. Oh, uh, you are beautiful. You're just different. And being different is an asset. The world is full of all kinds of great butts. For example, there are big butts, little butts, round butts, and flat butts. Oh my god, butts, don't make that rap video cartoon butt edition. Anti-smoking edition. Some butts are existential. Some butts are influential. Bubble butts, chisel cheeks, and sassy sour fridge. These butts could break the internet with two zip boobies dripping wet. They lit their ethnic kids may stay out of this world in the worst way. Are awesome. Hell no. Have you seen cigarette butts? Now, at the very end, it's a, a globe in the shape of a butt. That's the voice you're hearing now. And she is being orbited by a gray cloud butt. Look at this bullshit. I think that's a moon butt. Oh, maybe it's a moon butt. You're right. I'm sorry. I thought it was a cloud of cigarette smoke. Uh, now we are seeing. I'm not surprised you're confused because this is incoherent. It is incoherent. And we are seeing now as she talks, we're going to see like pictures of cigarette butts awash in ponds and other places where we should not be seeing dirty old cigarette butts. Look at this bullshit. These little are toxic. So uh, I guess what we're saying is that all butts are better than cigarette butts. That's a full 60 second commercial. I feel is like that a good use of anybody's advertising money? I feel like money? a comedy, sketch comedy troupe made that as a joke about a, a very ineffective anti-smoking campaign. I was almost it wondering if we so could do terrible. a whole like show today based on like, have you lost your damn mind? Has like no one on earth is going to be put off of smoking by those two ads. Yeah. Certainly not the butt one. That's just dumb as hell. I'm not going to lie. It kind of makes me want a cigarette. There you go. Out of spite. Yeah. I want to smoke in front of these writers. I kind of want to smoke in front of these writers. (laughs) All right. And I'm not even a smoker. I've never been a smoker. I'm glad that you're on my side with that. Now, has anyone reacted to these? I haven't. I saw one quick write up of it in one of our, you know, ad week or ad age, but they were pretty matter of fact. All right. Well, I'm going to look for some, some, uh, I'm going to look for some vitriol on that. 
I might even go on Twitter. Now, speaking of vitriol, let me hand the hate baton over to you. Because this really you... turned into sort of a, a geez, a geez Louise. Oh, geez, yeah. Uh, I don't like any of the ones I put on. No, <laughs> no cheese, all G's. Um, yeah, you have one that uh, you just threw this on the page. We never even talked about this, although I have watched it now. You wrote, this is the worst thing I've ever seen from Match.com. What is this? I don't remember. You really don't? No. It's... This is a three-minute oh, <laughs> song and dance It's called number. Match the Musical. It is like... It is like this seems right out of 2010, like yes. a cast of Glee. It's like Glee. It's it's Glee style song song songering, um, and it's these people like sort of um, they're like hip heavy scare quotes on that. I think uh, I think mostly white, but with like a black friend, and they're like and those the, the main lady is singing about how she met someone on Match dot com, and then her, it's kind of like. Uh, Tell Me More from Greece, where there's like the ladies singing about how she met this guy, oh. um, and then the man singing about how she met this guy. But it lacks even the uh, the listenability of Tell Me More, and I am not a Greece fan. Nervous? What? No, he'll be here. No, come on. Tell us about it. Yeah, who is this new guy anyway? Well, he's kind of cute. Okay, and? And he's super sweet. I'm listening. He wore a tie on our first date. For drinks? For tacos. Oh, that's neat. So his hair is kind of messy, but I guess he doesn't care. And honestly, neither do I. This guy just might be a keeper. A keeper? I'm going to need to hear more Listener, yes. I really encourage you to go to our Facebook page and look at the absolutely revolting expressions on these people's faces. It's so disgusting. They're so cute. A certain tension. Did I mention that he has a tattoo? So do you. So do I. This guy just might be a keeper. Wait, I want to know more. (laughs) Tie or no tie? Mm, No tie. It's just a dinner party, right? Yeah, but her friends are going to be there. Yeah, yeah, come on. What's she like? Well, I'm into her. That seems apparent. <laughs> she's into me. This was as so far as I got when I watched it. I could not oh, really? watch any further. We're watching the whole thing. Yeah. So jump in and describe it if you need. Okay, so now you got the the dude right. and his um his multicultural his his non-white best friend, just like right. the girl has a non-white best friend. And of course, he's getting ready for his date. Um and you know, he's just uh so wholesome. Yeah. When his message came through and said, What did it say? What did it say? Hey. Oh. And did you mention that her one friend is like so coded gay? Like- well, yeah, the, the, the lady, the, the white lady and the white man who we're rooting for here um, all have, you know, multicultural and, and non, uh, non heteronormative white friends. Uh, she has a gay white best friend, a gay white friend, a black female friend. Uh, and I think a Latina friend. I mean, it's like they could not have been more specific about like who you're rooting for and who you're supposed to identify with, but also like checking a bunch of boxes as far as like non-white, uh, you know, sort of non the 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 other char- the the also rans the 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 cast of characters the chorus can be non-white. But nobody else. Let me ask you this question, and this is going to probably anger some of our listeners and maybe even you, but is this really that much worse than Glee? 
I don't know. I never watched. Glee. I've never watched Glee either, and this is exactly how I pictured it. I I'm, I'm not going to defend Glee. When he sent me a picture of his. A picture of his what? His cat. Oh, yeah, we missed. It. All of these also could have been used in our double entendre show, sort of. All right, sort I'm going to rewind this a little bit. Aww. I just knew that we would clean. I just knew that we would click when he sent me a picture of his. A picture of his what? His cat. Oh. You know what? Okay. If you're going to say click, then your next word better fucking rhyme with it. You're singing. Well, that's the whole joke there, I think. You can't. It it doesn't. It doesn't work as a joke if they're singing a song where the lyrics rhyme. Obviously, the joke is she. Think, you think she's going to say dick? She doesn't. But then for her to be like cat, as if the as if the questioner is off is out of bounds for asking about it in a you know salacious way. The song sets you up to hear a rhyme. Well, I, I disagree with your police work on that one. I mean, I think that is the whole. I get the, the joke, but, but it's I mean, a I poorly a standard, executed joke. I think it's a standard thing, though, that you throw something in that doesn't rhyme like that. Like, I, I, that seems like old-timey, singy-songy movie trope to me. I think it would have been a better execution if it had been a, another word that didn't rhyme with, that rhymed with dick, but wasn't Brick? dick. Would, let's, let's do it. Let's do it, Dr. Doctor. Don't make me play the song. <laughs> um, Send me a picture of his chick. That doesn't work. Brick no. would seem a, like a head-scratcher. Right. Uh, a CD of uh, DVD of John Wick, maybe. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll allow it. We're definitely getting closer. Getting attached, so it feels like a pretty good match. Wait, is this the guy you said you met on Match? Hold up, this is that girl from Match? Yeah, yeah. Come on, details, man. A couple of dates, uh huh, uh huh, and it's been a blast, uh huh, uh huh. Probably thinking uh-huh, that we're uh-huh. moving just a little bit too fast. Uh-huh. But I tell you confidentially, I think there's some potential. This chemistry can be denied. This guy, this guy, this guy, I'm pretty sure that this guy, this guy, I'm falling for. This guy. Do you have that thing going on right now where you're? It almost feels like the uh, you have kind of like goosebumps, but not in a good way. It's like where you're embarrassed for what you're watching, like that, that your hair stands up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm you embarrassed the, for everyone involved. Are you embarrassed that we are playing so much of this on our show? I, we just got to finish it out now. That's him. Do you Go want me get to get it? it? I'll get it. Can I get no, it? No, no, no. You guys. I got this. She's going to the door. She's about to answer it. Hi. Hi. That's it. They stare at each other and all their friends are in the background. I hate everyone in this thing so much. I know. But I, I, I would like to know, for people who enjoy the TV show Glee, sure. let me know if you think it's like, yeah, if you like Glee, you right. will like this. And Veeves and I are just not the type of people who like Glee. I like Glee. the musical episodes of Community. Sure. Um, Which are explicitly making fun of Glee. But, but uh, you know, let us know. If you like this type, and I know, I, I'm thinking of specific listeners we have who I believe are into this type of, uh, this type of entertainment. <laughs> Could I be more fucking dismissive? This type of whatever entertainment. Um, but let us know if this is actually, if you like that type of thing, if, if you this like is actually this hashtag good, content, let um, us know. Or if this is a very bad version of something that other people do I better. Because to me, that's exactly what Glee looks like when I see a commercial or saw a commercial Okay, for fine. 
I've never watched Glee. I mean, it's not my thing. Musicals in general are not my thing. But I've watched a lot of musicals. I grew up watching musicals. My mom loves them. I can recognize a quality musical. It might not be for me. And I was sort of joking about Grease before. But, like, I've seen Grease a number of times. You know, it, Grease can not be your thing. And I know it's not your thing. Mm-hmm. But you can't argue that it's not executed in a good way. It's not a well-executed version of the thing that it's trying to be. I do not believe that this is a well-executed version because it's so saccharine and it's so lazy and it's so just, uh, I mean, I know it's supposed intent- It's intended to be derivative in the sense that it's almost like a parody, but it's not derivative in any interesting way or, or in any interesting way a parody of something else. Like, I thought the, you know, the... The rewrite of the um, what's that Proclaimers song five hundred miles. Oh, you love miles. that! I love that for the soap uh, company. Yeah, Method. for Method. You know, well, I would scrub five hundred tiles. Yeah. yeah, I think that's like a fun way of playing with music and like a parody of a musical style that is that's well executed. This is just so loathsome. Let me um, uh, keep the negative negativity train rolling Let's through town here. Because I'm not mad at this next commercial, but I have a prediction. Have we ever done predictions on this show? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I was about to do my imitation of Johnny Carson doing predictions, but that even <laughs> that outdates me. I don't I know. even know. I know he holds a card to his head yeah. and he says something. He wears a turban, which I'm sure that's not problematic. And then he says something not funny. Yeah. You know what? Not funny. How was my Johnny Carson? Pretty good. I mean, I could tell what you were doing. Well, I also said his name before. Yeah. That's my trick. Yeah. I say their name before <laughs> I do the imitation. Okay. So here's my um here is my uh prediction. I say that this is the year that the Peyton Manning nationwide insurance commercials jump the shark. I said this to you when we saw a commercial. It was the very first time we had seen this commercial, I think. Um, quick, quick rewind. Peyton Manning has been doing nationwide commercials for at least several years now, right? Yeah, since he was still a S- still playing, still playing, actively playing in the yeah. league. And the ones that really took off, they almost went viral. Where he's like singing to his sandwich, he's going around singing "Nationwide is on your side," mm-hmm. but then he's like changing up chicken parm. You taste so good. He's just muttering it. Really good idea for a campaign yeah like, that earworm quality get of the jingle. earworm in there but also it's meta because he's got the earworm and then it keeps on expanding in real life peyton manning retires so now he has way more time to dedicate to commercials he was doing these and another brand too what were the other ones he was really heavily in i can't think off the top of my head it was papa john's i think oh he yeah was, papa john's and one other i think Anyway, uh, last year, I'll say last football season, because these really do run concurrently with the football season, uh, he teamed up with uh, Brad Paisley, the country singer. And the conceit became that Peyton Manning, now not just an ordinary guy living in retirement, they've decided to make him a really annoying guy. And I think we played one of these recently from last year where he's like in a recording session or or kind of a, 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 I guess, idea session with Brad Paisley. Paisley's got his guitar. They're singing. Paisley keeps on wanting to expand out and sing about more things. And and Peyton just keeps on coming back to the jingle. Mm -hmm. Um and and Paisley gets more and more annoyed with him. Well, clearly they are setting up a whole new 
story arc based on that setup. And here's the first commercial for what we're about to, uh, for the adventure we're about to launch on this football season with uh, Peyton Manning and Brad Paisley. We see Peyton Manning standing outside of a big bus, like a huge tour bus, and he is calling Brad Paisley. We see Brad Paisley in the studio. He's fiddling around with his guitar, and then his phone rings, and we see that it's Peyton. Hey, Peyton. Hey, Brad. It's Peyton Manning. Yeah, I know, Peyton. I can see you. Is that a tour bus? You know it. We're going on the road, man. We're going to get some inspiration. Your next nationwide song is not going to write itself. Are you outside? Of course I am. Already got some ideas, too. We got to get the band back together. We weren't a band, Peyton. I'm pretty sure we were. Okay, great talk. Band is back together. Okay, I should say that he was FaceTiming him. It wasn't, that's why he says, I can see you. Um, I, to me, that's an obvious setup. Now, the rest of the commercials are going to be, they're going to be driving around and getting into various adventures, probably right, with, insurance with related. With Brad Paisley as the, you know, quasi unwilling, grudging partner. Right. Now, here's the, the voice deal. of reason. I was going to say that, like, I, I just feel like the whole thing is getting old, that Peyton's performance is getting more and more outlandish and so we're losing it's just losing ground for me and they're going to drive it into the ground frankly but we're watching this and I saw you had a legitimate smile so maybe you can talk me into giving this a I shot don't, I don't have any desire to win anyone over with this commercial Brad Paisley's uh, performances in this kind of make me smile his his frustration with Peyton Manning I think is well played and he delivers well on that but I totally agree with you that this thing is like there it has this thing has no legs and yet they keep adding more to it i mean the peyton manning who sat in the diner and was like yeah retirement's kind of kind of old or like retirement's kind of kind of great but like everyone's always singing the jingle at me yeah and like, like he's the one he had he was at least connected to reality like what he happened? was the straight man he yes. was the one who was being normal and being annoyed by everybody coming right. up to him and singing the jingle that he appears in commercials now for. it just seems like, like so thirsty he was playing Peyton Manning. He was playing himself right. and everybody else was acting weird around him. But now they've created this character where he's acting like this total buffoon. I mean, I just sort of feel like it worked better the other way. Let him be the straight man. Although I I, I don't hate his goofy. I mean, I think they just they just think, hey, he's got some acting legs. He's funny. Yeah. Let's really. But they've really. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of, well, it reminds me of a lot of campaigns where they have a nice, simple idea, but then they want to keep on adding more and more layers to it where you really lose focus of what you were doing. Yeah. And it just becomes like how, how sort of, how much can Peyton Manning like act silly and humiliate himself for, for the sake of like the joke, but to what end? And it also just feels so like. I barely can remember. I mean, I know it because of the jingle, but like. It doesn't in any way make me think about insurance. That's a good point. And also, I would say, like, it seemed like there was a natural evolution. Um, you you know, there was a cute commercial where he's going around his house by himself singing this song. Then, I don't know, some time passes and they drop this commercial that is played like crazy where he's in a diner and everybody knows he sings that song, so they're annoying him by singing it to him. That's a natural evolution that doesn't feel like working too hard. Then somehow that becomes the Brad Paisley thing, which I didn't love, but... You know, it was a simple thing. They're sitting in their studio. And now this one, it just sort of feels like you. as soon as this commercial was on, I could feel everybody sitting around a big table saying, okay, what is the plan for What's this year? Next? And like, it's just like, you know what it is. It's like, oh, now we know. They've set it up. Now yeah. we're the whole season. He's going to be driving around in a tour bus. 
this, talking to people about insurance or however that's going to go. And that just doesn't sound compelling to me. That sounds like something that they had to come up with. Now, what I didn't realize, I saw this commercial on TV the other day, and I basically said to you what I'm saying now. What I didn't realize was that they've already created the next commercial, the first stop on the bus ride. And they're still calling this the jingle sessions, by the way. I just saw this today for the first time. Um, and we see the buses driving through some suburban area. Oh, wait, hold on. I had one more critique from uh, the, it's a ridiculous critique, but I need to say it about that last uh, commercial we saw. Peyton Manning is standing outside of a bus, which is presumably outside of Brad Paisley's studio. Right. Few things. It's this is let me nerd out on sound design and why this pisses me off. Number one, if this is Brad Paisley's studio, it's probably soundproof. When he, he honks, wouldn't hear the, the honk. You can you can hear the honk. He's like, "Are you outside my house?" He can hear the honk. But aside from that, there is no driver in this bus. I've looked closely. <laughs> Peyton Manning is standing outside right. the Who bus. Honked the, the bus horn? is super tall. He's not reaching through the window, and the window's yeah. closed to honk it. Like, who honked the horn? Also, because they want to indicate that it is a bus, they keep on doing that sound where the bus's brakes are making that hissing sound, except the bus wouldn't make that sound when it's just sitting there and nobody's <laughs> in it. Listen to this commercial again. Okay. The whole thing. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. Hey, Peyton. Hey, Brad. It's Peyton Manning. Yeah, I know, Peyton. I can see it. Is that a tour bus? You know it. We're going oh, on yeah. Do you hear that? Psh. Why is that making a sound? It's just sitting out there idling. It just idling. signals bus to our ears. Yes. Now, here we go. Man, we're going to get some inspiration. Your next nationwide song is not going to write itself. Are you out? Who honked? Who honked? Who? There must have been a second honker. Hashtag who honked. Okay. Outside. Of course I am. Already got some ideas, too. We got to get the band back together. We were in a band. Where's the there's a second Coming bus from, oh, from that the grassy knoll. Me crazy. All right, now here is the commercial I was setting up a second ago. The bus is rolling through the suburbs, and this is going to be their first stop. Ooh, Brad, check it out. There's a variety of packages. So we okay, so they get off the bus, um, and they're staring at a couple. They clearly just had their. Um, it looks like they had their garage kind of rebuilt from the outside. You are hearing the nationwide insurance person talking to this couple about their options. Brad and Peyton are now outside the bus. This couple never stops to notice this giant tour bus that two really famous people just got off of. Sure. They just keep on talking to their insurance salesman. Ooh, Brad, check it out. There's a variety of packages, so we can take care of any additions you want to do up here. This could be a song about home insurance. All right, I'll try that. Wait, maybe it's about auto insurance. With Nationwide, you can save up to 20% by bundling your home and auto insurance. Bundling home and auto. Two songs in one. What do you call that, a crossover? No, it's more of a mashup. Yeah, mashup. You see, that's why we're a great band. We're not a band. Yes, we are. We are a band. I am in a band. That one, okay, when he says we are in a band. He reminds you a little bit of... Um, what's the name of the guy in Bottle Rocket? Devin? Yeah, or- um, it's... Uh- the Owen Wilson character. Oh, yeah, whatever his name is. I can't think of it off the top of my head. So every now and then, when he just has these moments of complete obliviousness, which is clearly what his character is supposed to be doing, he has a he certain He is charm, doing like certainly. an Owen Wilson. Yes. That's what, that clearly is his like acting inspiration. Um, but this one just gets so boring now all of a sudden. Doesn't it? It's just like, oh, I don't know. Let's put these guys. And now, like, if you're going to use these guys, don't bring in... 
these tertiary actors across the street. I guess, except that they have to talk about insurance because I was thinking about those State Farm commercials with Aaron Rodgers and Clay Matthews, and I'm like, yeah. at least with those, when I think yeah. about them, I'm like, oh, yeah, something bad happens because Clay Matthews is a dingus, and then Aaron Rodgers needs to get his State Farm insurance agent involved. Yeah, and those are kind of similar levels of humor, but they really stick to Yeah, the, I think they're way funnier. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Clay Matthews and Aaron Rodgers can act circles around Peyton Manning. Yeah, and again, I don't even hate Peyton Manning's acting. Um, he plays Dignan. Oh, Dignan. It was driving me crazy. That's the <laughs> character in Bottle Rocket that Owen Wilson plays. Um, so anyway, I, you know, I saw that first commercial the other night. I said, I think this is going to jump the shark this year. And then I saw the second one today, and I, I think this is trending in the direction that I expected. Anyway, that's my opinion. Um, let's see what's up next here. Well, this is kind of another... Um well, I guess it's kind of just keep the negativity train rolling. All right, just go go all go all out. Um, this is for a product that you may have seen recently. This they've suddenly been in heavy rotation. Um, it's a product called Dietz and Watson, and they do like deli meats. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had never heard of them, but apparently they had a Super Bowl ad that was playing. This isn't the one I want to talk about, but just to contextualize this for you, they did this Super Bowl ad that must have been in the most recent Super Bowl, which we somehow didn't see. I wonder if it was ran in only if some markets. Hmm. And it's a guy in a sort of like um, medieval style, like, you know, goofy version, but medieval style uh like setting and he's advertising his meats and it's a riff on the dilly dilly campaign by budweiser oh really yeah, yeah. dilly dilly came out long before the super bowl yeah and then they released some more dilly dillies during the super sure bowl. but i don't think it was two super bowls ago no so it I'm wasn't sure. yeah it was a relatively new campaign then when this came out are right, you want me to go on this yeah and for the record i have not heard of deets and watson either before this dilly dilly friends Today is the royal championship of horseless knights. And ye royal purveyor of meats and cheeses, Dietz and Watson, we'll be giving away free meats and cheeses to all. Deli Deli! Deli Deli! Yes, simply visit delideli.live right now to place thy order. You might even win free meats and cheeses for life. Is there free beer as well? No, but we do have all the meats. Deli Deli! Deli Deli! Wow, you! I cannot think of another example where a commercial just basically says, well, there's this other commercial that's yeah, gone viral. Yeah, hop on their back. Yeah. And also, like, let's get a little Arby's in there. Oh, we have the meats. Right. Oh, I, you know what? That was lost on me. That was another reference, right? I, I think so. Yeah, I think you're that's absolutely what it made me right. Think of. So what put this on your radar? So what put this on my radar was that these ads that I've been seeing in heavy rotation, pr- probably more so on, like, Hulu and other streaming services, was this couple, and I'm embarrassed to tell you that I did not recognize them, but they had the feel of famous people. Clearly, it was clear to me that I was supposed to know who they were. Uh, and I so, know that feeling. So for, because they even like, na- they call each other by their names, and I, that should have, I should have recognized the name uh, of one of them. It's a couple, and it's real life couple, Brooklyn Decker, who was like probably best known for being a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Mm. Uh, she was, did a little bit of acting, but as you will see, it's not her forte. <laughs> and then Andy Roddick, the tennis player, retired tennis player, who that he, name means nothing. She's really. married to in real life. Uh, he was like a huge tennis maybe. Player. Actually, yeah, maybe that does ring a bell. Yeah. Um, and they got married a few years ago when she was very young, um, and now they just live in suburbia and they talk about their Dietz and Watson meat plates. And it's part of a campaign called It's a Family Thing where Dietz and Watson is trying to really emphasize that they're a family-owned company 
and that they're a product for families. So this first one you're going to play is called the Hamalisa, and you've got Brooklyn, um, like looking. That's my ham, Dad. Looking. <laughs> you'll never get any. You'll never do better than that's my ham, Dad. <laughs> um, looking, you know, very cute and modely in her perfect kitchen, um, and she calls out for her husband um, in possibly the most irritating sound that I've heard on TV. Uh, to show him what she's created. Really? I was going to say, I mean, we've seen that Mountain Dew baby commercial. That made a this weird sound. This is an sound. irritating sound. Andy! Andy, 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 Andy! Brooklyn, what? Look what I made. It's it's a sandwich. It's the perfect sandwich. It's the ultimate combination of Dietz and Watson maple honey ham, harissa chicken, and provolone cheese. It's the Mona Lisa of sandwiches. It's the ham Melissa. Okay, we need to get this photographed professionally. Who do we know? Do we know anyone? Let me see. You are a model. Your Hamalisa needs mustard. Dietz and Watson. She looks over and he's it's taken a, a bite out of the Hamalisa. Uh, she was a model. She knows a lot of photographers, I yes. guess. Uh, maybe that's the joke. Maybe I'm stepping on the joke. Yeah. Uh, so I assume this the Andy, 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 Andy that Ugh, you don't like the sound horrible. of. Horrible. And her whole acting is just too much. Good stuff. Andy Roddick, actually, with his underplaying things, seems more believable to me. Um, I can feel her line readings. You have another one in here. Should we watch this too, or is it going to drive you crazy? So this is a second one. There's allegedly going to be a third one that I haven't seen yet or hasn't been released. Um, And this is called Game Night, where they're waiting for their friends to come over for game night, but then the friends cancel. So they have, I don't know how much of this will be audible, but essentially they eat the meat plate that they've put out for the friends while they play the games with each other. Oh, good. I hope there's a lot of sound of meat chewing. <laughs> I love game night. Do you think they'll bring them out with the settlers? They canceled. They couldn't get a sitter. How are you not getting this? They're playing... Um, Any guesses? A Pictionary. Buggy. Steady. Steady. No, win, lose, or draw. What's the difference? Oh, I don't know. I think they're basically the same, aren't they? Okay. I could be wrong. Yes. Any guesses? A llama and a buggy. Steady, steady. A sea urchin. Yes. Bam! I hereby conquer Australia. It's about time. An alligator and a teacup. Oh my gosh. Playing Jenga. I hate you, I'll pay you in spandex. It's not a fire breathing. Is that a real part of a game? She's wearing like one of those dental things that stretches your lips. It must be. And then she she's like reading a line to him and he's got to guess what she's saying. God, those games. What's that game where you got to do a whole bunch of shit? Like it lands on one color, you got to act it out or hum it or uh, is it Balderdash maybe? I think it's Balderdash. No, it's not Balderdash. Whatever, I hate it. Duck. I don't know what looks like a duck on this page. Steady. Steady. Cranium. I mean, I won. Don't apologize. Now they're playing Wii. Oh, 40 love, what's up? Because we're playing on carpet. Phone ring. They got a sitter. They're on their way. Their friends are dicks. Like, Wait who, would, who would be second. that late? Who would get a sitter and then try to re re uh, constitute the night? Or these guys jump the gun too quickly. How do you eat that much meat? I mean, I love meat. How do they, they play all those games? When they shoot, when they show all of this meat that they get to eat by themselves, now I got to say, part of me is like, yeah, that's a problem I would like to eat my way out of. But that is going <laughs> to, I mean, what that's going to do to your colon if they actually ate that yeah. in like a half hour? Because if you say you're not coming but they and then like you change games. your mind, that must be a half hour, right? No, I, that's either their friends are rude. The timeline doesn't work. Either the friends are incredibly rude and waited hours to call them or they played like four or five different games including risk 
in yeah, 30 that's minutes. That's not happening. And they ate a whole plate of meat in half an hour. Oh, I think the friends must be rude. A lot of stuff going on there. I want to tell you. I just you, don't care for these. Do you, do you have a moment for a true story I'd like to tell you? Always. This is ripped from our real life headlines. <laughs> uh, just before we recorded the show today, as I mentioned, you were working late. And so I ran to the grocery store to do a quick grocery store hit. And one thing that I like to buy is summer sausage which is a very processed meat. It comes in kind of one small loaf that is kind of wrapped and you cut it into slices and you can eat it on crackers or something. Right. It's really good for you. It's colon cancer on a stick. Right. So I pick up one of those for myself because I love that kind of stuff. Um, and I bring it home. Then you and I sit down in here and I'm looking at what you added to the show sheet, these Deets and Watson meats. I'm like, I have not seen these commercials and that name, I don't know what that means, but it's ringing a weird bell. I ran in to, the, I got up, I made an, I made up an excuse. I went into the kitchen. <laughs> Why did you make up an excuse? I want to show you. Look at the, look at the summer. <laughs> here it is. Look at the summer sausage. You did it. I bought Deets and you. Watson. I didn't buy it for you. I bought it for me. But you can have some if you want. I don't eat pork, but um, it's beef. Look. No, I also don't eat that. Yeah. <laughs> but it turns out I might have been buying Deets and Watson summer sausage for. God knows how long. Yeah. I just never paid attention to the brand name. Now, these commercials are irritating, but I will notice the Deets and Watson now. Are you more or less likely to buy the Deets and Watson? I will probably look for Pepperidge Farm now. Yeah. Because I don't like these commercials. Although, Pepperidge Farm commercials aren't great either. Who does the... Um, the whole point of these commercials is that they say the name of it a million times. Uh, uh, the woman from the Midwest, and she's singing the song about Johnsonville Brats. Johnsonville Brats. I will only buy Johnson. And then all the dogs of town come in. Johnson. What is the song? I don't know. I, I sometimes sing it around the house, and now I'm blanking on it. I, I don't. Johnsonville Brats are made in the USA. Oh, right, yeah. That's how it goes. You hate that commercial I so really much. I really do. Makes me like it even more. Um, okay, so we've done Peyton. We've done Deets. We've done Watson. We've done. Everything except for this last thing that you're going to make fun of me about. <laughs> I'll just tell everybody. I'll just set it up. So the other, um, I think it was last night or maybe it was the night before, the Jack in the Box commercial came on that we talked about a lot a few episodes ago. It's his bowls, his teriyaki bowls commercial. Right. And it's a whole double entendre. It sounds like he's talking about his balls the whole time. And he doesn't understand why the lawyers won't let him do it. You know, it's uh, this one. What? I was just saying I've got great bowls. And this one. Hey, you got some pretty nice bowls there. And then this one. Everyone's going to want to get their hands on Jack's bowls. Now, we did a pretty long discussion of this, especially based on some criticism that, like, this takes place in the workplace, the Jack in the Box headquarters, presumably. Yeah. And somebody wrote this whole thing that in the Me Too movement, it strikes the wrong tone. And this is about workplace harassment. And you and I were spent a long time saying, no, like we want to be sensitive, but like I'm not buying yeah. that and, argument. And I saw someone on our Facebook group say, you know, this actually devalues the experience of real harassment. If we throw ev if we That's start a good point. lowering the bar to where everybody's, you know, everyone's a snowflake and this is counts as, you know, this this somehow is lumped in with harassment. Like, I tend to agree. I think, you know, we do ourselves, those of us who think that sexual harassment in the workplace is a real problem, we do ourselves a disservice if we, you know, 
fall to pieces every time somebody makes a ribald joke. Right. And I, I would say that probably there are other people who are liberal minded who think that I fall too far on the other sure. who probably disagree with all my snowflakiness. So I'm sure I'm guilty of it, too, of over, maybe potentially overreacting to things or, or having opinions that seem like an overreaction that then delegitimize other liber- liberal arguments. But even us, we didn't take that one. But lost in all of that. Well, let me just put it this way. Since we had that conversation, the commercial was pretty new then. Um, it is in heavy rotation. Yeah. Super heavy rotation. It is on all the damn time. And I was watching it the other day and kind of thinking about our conversation. And then I was like, you know what I'm kind of mad about? Really seems like I was defending this commercial. I was defending the commercial from one very specific attack. But I was like, do I like this commercial? And I think I was thinking, no, I don't like this commercial necessarily. And then... You know, you know what I thought, Genevieve? <laughs> what did you think? What did I think of? Well, you thought of the children. Whom did I think of? Oh, oh somebody <laughs> please think of the children. Now, you were thinking of the children. I know that this probably goes too far. Someone but did think of the children. I am not a parent, so I don't know. And usually I don't usually even consider that point of view because I'm a terrible person. But I was thinking... I mean, if this is on just mainstream TV all the time, all kinds of day parts, not necessarily during cartoons, I hope, but just all kinds of day parts, a parent is sitting there with their, I don't know, 10-year-old kid, 9-year-old kid or something, old enough to watch TV, you don't have to shield them from everything, but is it really that great to be sitting there and have ball jokes all over the place? Now, some families, I would say the majority of families are probably fine with that kind of ribald humor. Um, Did I say that right? I never know. I never know if it's writ or rye. But um, And then you can choose to watch that kind of programming, but you have less control over what the commercials, what's contained in the commercial breaks. And, I mean, I don't care about it. You and I watch this a million times. I'm not offended by this at all. And I'm yeah. seriously not trying to pander to some sort of conservative argument. But, like, is there something to say to the folks who are just kind of like, I would rather just not have like be watching whatever show I'm watching with my kids and then have to sit through this commercial that's on constantly that is a joke about testicles okay counterpoint yeah won't somebody think of the parents won't please won't somebody won't somebody please think of the parents because I'll tell you what's happening in households across America nine and ten year old kids are seeing that commercial and they think it's hilarious and they go around the house and they say hey mom Got any bowls? Oh. Hey, can I get some bowls? And then they laugh and they crack up and they say it a fucking million times a day. Mm-hmm. And the parents are exhausted and they yeah, are so mad take. about Jack in the Box. But I guarantee you, it's like that Hump Day commercial where, like, oh, didn't we have yeah. talked to have a hear from a listener who was like a teacher or someone who yeah. like was a room parent or something where they were like. Oh my God! The kids will not drop it with the hump day. Did somebody even did a kid call and even do that on our voicemail line? I can't remember. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? I gotta stop it there, otherwise it goes into a TBTL intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, look, I think if I were a parent, I would be annoyed at this commercial, but not for the reasons that you outline. More for the reasons of this is the kind of thing that an anno- that a kid who's just learning about. Um, you know, risque humor and off-color humor mm-hmm. is going to li- really latch on to and beat into the ground. So you kind of agree with me, not that we're offending the kids. And in a certain way, I was kind of saying the same thing. Like, if you're, you know, you have a kid who's like nine I think it's annoying old. but inoffensive. Yeah, maybe. And again, I wasn't using the word offensive just so much as like, is it comfortable to sit there? And so in a certain way, I was actually thinking about the parents because, like, do you – I mean, it, it's a much, 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 much more mild version of, like, even at this age, 
what you and I were home visiting my folks like a long time ago, five years ago. And what, like, uh, what was the movie that came out? It was on? the, okay, let me tell this story. <laughs> American history, not American It's history. the History of Violence, oh, right. which is a movie with um, Viggo Mortensen and I think, uh, I forget who the woman is, um, but it's a, it's a very dark drama. It's, as the name implies, there's a lot of violence, there's a lot of sex in it. Um, and not like gauzy, fade to black kind of sex either like some pretty graphic sex and i had seen this movie before and for whatever reason like as a group the we four adults you me and your your parents decided to watch this movie and it is a good movie it's and you know and, and like they enjoy crime dramas and it's it's enjoyable in that way is this also the movie where there's a big and this isn't even the one we're talking about but there's a big naked fist fight in the in the turkish bath or something right or is that the other one that's in part of is the same director and same actor? I think actress? it's the other one okay. with Viggo Mortensen. But either way, there's a very violent, like, sex scene uh, that takes place, but it's consensual. It's not a rape scene, but it is a very explicit and violent sex scene in, in the movie in, in, that also has like elements of role play in it. Yeah, it's it's like it's just rough to watch, and you know I'm fine watching it. Fortunately, I had seen this movie before; no one else had. And so I remembered about 10 minutes before that scene happened that it was coming up. And I just found a reason to quietly excuse myself uh, shortly before that scene. And I made Andrew watch it with his parents by himself. Oh, it was Cronenberg who did that. Oh, um, David Cronenberg. You know, I don't think you were the only person who saw that. I think that my dad had actually seen that before. Oh, well, just kind of forgot about it. That's on him. Then. I think I think that's true. I think he's like, oh, you haven't seen this movie? <laughs> And I'm not saying that to be cruel. I mean, that's me and my dad are bo- both kind of like that. Like, you want, oh, you haven't seen this? Oh, it's really good. Like, we should watch it. But I just don't think that, like, as a kid growing up, especially because I think when you're younger, everything, if it's titillating, it's kind of scandalous. Like, you know, like, you're not going to sit down with your parents and watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High because no. I could probably tell you to the minute yeah. where Phoebe Cates takes off her top in that, right? Like, there's just these iconic things. If you're a kid, especially if you're a, a, a you know, a dirty little boy. You kind of know where these <laughs> things are in movies and you know when to get up and, and get some ice cream or something, right. get out of the room. Um, I don't think that my dad has a is categorizing like where the sex scenes are in certain movies. And probably no, I'm sure he just it. forgot yeah. that it was yeah. like so um, explicit. But I was really glad that I took that opportunity to go make a phone call. By the way, in the future, if you want to say, hey, can I talk to you about something and take me with you? That would be a fun thing to do. That would be a nice kind of charitable thing to do. A nice yeah. little like looking out for your. I gave it the for office. Your, for your, <laughs> you gave it the office. I don't care for you. Anyway, so do you agree <laughs> that the Jack in the Box Big Bowls commercial might be slightly problematic? Not hugely, but that is actually I can't tell if it, if I dislike the commercial or if I'm just sick of how heavily it's in the I'm rotation. a little sick of it. I wish they would run it less often. Um, but I'm in no way offended on behalf of the children. I am sorry for the parents who probably have to put up with like their annoying 12-year-old who thinks it's like uh, the naughtiest thing to say. Yeah, because again, like I'm talking about kids who are like, listen, w- you know that they're talking about... I mean, there's way worse. Stuff. Yeah, worse stuff. Or certainly, you know, like talking about hey, making balls jokes at school. Yes. I don't think that that is a problem for society. I'm you not don't worried want the about the children. And the children have to make I'm balls jokes like, together. Yeah, like, can we at least have the freedom to like not in, like like sit in front of stuff that like you I know. like for me? And I'm the one who was scandalized by the you know 
the the cat with all the hair off of it. But oh yeah, um, see that to me is so subtle. Like a kid. No, of course. I mean, I'm not. I don't think a kid would get that. But to me, the 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 bowls joke and a, and with the, as a parent, and of course I'm not a parent, but. My sense of myself, if I were the parent of a preteen or whomever, because there's a very small window between doesn't really get it at all mm-hmm. and is adult enough to be like, yeah, haha, it's a pun, whatever, you know? Like, even by 13 or 14, I think most You're kids are going to be yeah. like over it. I think there's like a nine to 12 year old window <laughs> where they're like, <laughs> bulls, you know? And like, I feel what? sorry what? for the parents. I'm just saying I've got great bulls. <laughs> And I'm just saying that as a parent, I think the first time I would like chuckle with my when my kid like makes a thing of it. Mm-hmm. And then like the 50th time I'd be like, shut up. Yeah. And not because I'm shocked, but because I'm super bored by it. So the bottom line is you refuse to think about the children. I do refuse to think. I categorically refuse to think <laughs> of the children. Everybody's talking about Parents, write in if you have a child who... Uh, has any reaction to this commercial at all or if you have a child who knows what a commercial is I would also be interested in that <laughs> People stop alright so it's time to uh, check in with you guys you're the ad council so we're going to check in with the ad council um, and if I understand it correctly let's see actually how much time do we have left here what time is it do you know it's jingle time ad council it's jingle time maybe I need to one of those like going from like the everybody talking into the jingle time jingle should i just choose one i guess we have to choose one usually we have both but this week yeah. um i just didn't have um the resources to pull together <laughs> okay, no problem. a robust ad council <laughs> I, I apologize i feel like you feel like you're under fire for that not at all <laughs> nobody one of those nobody thinks that you're unprepared nobody would know if you didn't keep saying it um, this is from listener Burton, listeners Burton and Sarah. I should say it's a Ooh. it's a rare uh, ad council jingle duet. Now, are you sure it's from Burton and Sarah, or as Google Voice translates <laughs> it, Bergman Sierra? Yeah, it's either from Bergman Sierra or Burton and Sarah. Hey guys, it's Burton and Sarah from Lakeville, Minnesota. Just gonna leave a quick jingle here. It's a, a Lifesavers commercial from 1983. 1983. And it was, uh, the scene is, it's in New York. Is irrelevant. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hold on. I want to hear your guys' podcast. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Tweet, tweet, twiddle, twiddle. There's only one candy with the hole in the middle. Tweet, tweet, twiddle, twiddle. There's only one candy with the hole in the middle. Tweet, tweet. Do they have a backing track? I couldn't tell if it was an in, if that's an intentional sound. Hold on, sorry, I'll back it up. It sounds like it might. They're trying to do a backing track, maybe. Let's see. I love it, Bergman Sierra. That is Bergman. Fantastic. Bergman Sierra. That should be your your stage names. That's wonderful. Uh, part of that rings a bell to me, but I don't know if I know that version of it. Did that ring a bell to you? Um, it did not ring a bell for me, but this th- this is the original, and um, Ooh, I love it's this. a real it's a real do up treat. Looking at this already, the the quality of this this. Uh, 
I think those guys said it was from 1983. This is putting it around there, too, on, on uh, YouTube. They're saying yeah, this um, song has, you can tell it's got uh, some, some layered vocals in there. I think Bergman Sierra layered their own <laughs> vocals. I really do. I hope so. I mean, it That's was, amazing. it was, uh, I really appreciated the uh, duet uh, approach and certainly needed for that uh, kind of song. And that commercial, I I wasn't familiar with that jingle for Lifesavers, so I was really glad to hear it. Thank you guys for calling in. <laughs> that was wonderful. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right. I haven't been on Facebook in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I might be able to, though. I stumbled on something today. I stumbled on a link to another Facebook group. It is the TBTL Facebook group. Uh, like the fan page and somebody had a link to it in something and I clicked on it just to make sure the link was active Yeah, and I could read that page. Oh, interesting. Even though I wasn't logged in. So I'm going to look to see if I have access. Maybe as long as the group is, because I don't think we've made any particular efforts to make our group private. Like, I think if you have to be a right. member to post, but... And I'm not going to be looking at the TBTL page because honestly, that's one of the reasons was it's just like I don't need that much immediate feedback all yeah. the time, especially on that show. We say so many things. We get into so many conversations. There's always something Yeah, to, like, I love our ATM group make, because it's... ATM is different. It's not like every every post isn't an, isn't an excuse to like pick apart something we said. Right, it's just more like people interacting with each other. Somebody thinking that they're funny and trying to roast you. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I would recommend that everybody join the Facebook group, the ATM Facebook group, because that is a wonderful uh, place to be. You can just look for After These Messages show on Facebook and um, ask to be a member and we'll let you in. We also have an email address. After These Messages show at Gmail. And that's where you can uh, send us all of your ideas for topics and reactions to things we say. And how do you want to handle this phone number thing? Should I play the jingle? Play the jingle. All right. Here's how to reach us. After these messages is after your messages. It's 607-444-5597. It's 607-444-5597. Obviously, 607-444-5597. All right. Fun show, Veeves. Yeah. Thank you for putting it together. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. We will talk to you next Tuesday. It's like, pull me on, dude. Someone discover me. Give me some money, B. I'll be a money tree. Took a lot of samples out. You don't gotta clear those. Made a lot of-